Welcome to Podcast Me Anything, the Ask Me Anything About uh, All Things Podcasting. (laughs) I'm your host, Matthew Passy, and joining me as always is my buddy, Tom Kelly. Here I am. I think we're having a little technical snafu here because the live streams were playing in the background and you were hearing them, so it's tough to know whose voice you were supposed to be listening to. Uh, So that's an indication of the kind of show we're going to be having here tonight. Uh, joining us tonight on the show, Cole Raven, founder of Pod Chaser. If you don't know what Pod Chaser is, uh, it is a very cool platform. Um, I know, I like, I don't think it's fair to always compare things, you know, to say that what they are is just the blank version of something else, but to really wrap your head around it, probably the best way to explain it is that they really are becoming the IMDb of podcasts, this like universal listing of all podcasts, who's been on them, who's created them, uh, you know, who hosts them, things like that. Uh, it's a very cool platform. We're excited to bring Cole on to tell us a little bit more about that and some other ways that podcasters can use the platform uh, to help grow their show, market their show, and get the word out there. So, Cole, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. And please, you're feel free to slap me around if uh, that was an unfair comparison. <laughs> no, you know that's that's an easy way to explain it to people who maybe haven't heard of what Podchaser is before. So I think that's a good a good intro. I'm I'm happy to be here. All right, so to, like let's start off a little bit. Go back in the history. Like why? What was the onus for starting Podchaser? Like how did this all come about for you? Yeah, so it actually originally started with one of our other co-founders, Bradley, had posted on Reddit. And just asked if something like this existed, which is seemingly how a lot of things start nowadays. And uh, that's that's how our team formed. So we have our CTO, Ben, our lead designer, Ryan, out in Australia. And they just reached out to Bradley and said, um, hey, we'd be willing to build this with you. Something like an IMDb for podcasts or a way to um, rate individual episodes of, of podcasts. So for all the shows out there that have you know 500 episodes and new listeners might not know where to start. Um, building some sort of ranking system for the most popular episodes of a show was really how the idea kind of started. And then having a credits system behind that to tell you who the, who the host was, who the guest was, who the producer, editor, you know, voice actors, and all the people contributing to the show, um, who, who they are. So building kind of a backbone of data for the industry. So um, that's been two and a half years ago now. So uh, it's, it's been a while and, and we've come out with a lot, a lot since then, kind of our core feature set with those credits and things. So um, that's, that's kind of how it all started though. Very cool. So you're still, you know, when you look at the site, you're still kind of, it still says you're in beta, right? I mean, is that still how you think about it? That is still how I think about it because there are, while we have some of the big core features out. So we have creator profiles that we came out with in December. Um, We literally just this month released user profiles. So for the first time, um, as as a listener, as a podcaster, you can go in and log in and click my profile where you can see all of your activity on Podchaser. And people can begin to follow your profile for our upcoming activity feed, which we still don't have yet. So there are some really big social uh, discovery features that are still kind of in the works that we're still uh, still building. So until we have those out, we're gonna we're gonna keep ourselves in beta and and uh, stay humble for a while. <laughs> that being said, you just put out an email. I guess it was today, or if you're listening to this tomorrow, yesterday, this week, you put out an email about your top eight feature, which soft rollout. You said was last week. I think that's when I first started to notice it populated mine. Um, so you are in, you know 
you're putting yourselves out there. You're trying to make yourselves, you know, you're doing a big promotion. Tell us about the promotion and uh, the top eight feature. Yeah, happy to. So uh, one of our partners is TeePublic. And uh, for maybe six months now, you've been able to actually add your merch store on TeePublic to your Podchaser page. So one of our goals from the beginning has been to make your Podchaser page for your podcast one of the most shareable, easily accessible pages for your podcast out there um, compared to you know competing directories and other ways to share your show. And uh, one, of the, one of the ways that we can make your podcast page useful is to add merchandise. So we partnered with TeePublic to do that. If you have a store on TeePublic, you can add it to your podcast page. Um, but with user profiles, what we've done is we've partnered with them to give away 500 totally free t-shirts for um, actually any merch, any store on the TeePublic website. They do have just over 800 stores for podcasts. So I know the How Stuff Works network is on there. Um, there's a lot of really great podcasts and networks that have stores on TeePublic. But for the first 500 people who go to your profile, your brand new profile on Podchaser and fill out your top eight and just hit the share button and share it on Twitter or Facebook right below your top eight, um, we'll send you a totally free um, $22 coupon code to TeePublic that'll fully discount um, any t-shirt. And that's for the first 500 people. We announced that this morning. Um, we sent it out to all almost 20,000 users on Podchaser. And uh, we still have about half of them left out of the 500. So um, they're going they're going pretty quickly. I, mean, I imagine they'll be gone by, by the weekend. Oh, so folks, if you're hearing this now live on the stream on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, in Get Vocal itself, uh, go get your profile get your top eight, share your top eight, get a free 20. It's basically a free merchandise, you know, gift certificate for T public. Uh, but do it fast because those codes are going quick and we're going to talk a little bit more about the top eight, but you know, as the profile, there's a lot of features to that. Um, so I have a profile on there. Obviously it's a good place to basically give out my social links, uh, activity as far as what I'm doing on your actual platform, this top eight, share some of my favorite podcasts, who I'm following, who's following me. But then you also have these creator profiles. And I think that's a big important feature that we need to talk about for the podcasting community. Um, you know, this is that sort of IMDB feature that we were talking about where you can sort of give yourself credits for hosts and editing and producing and all these great features of things that go into the podcast production. Uh, so, you know, where, like, how should people start to think about that? How should they use that? You know, why should they be taking advantage of that right now? Yeah, that's all great questions. So, uh, for for your creator profile, this is this is really important because we just announced in March um, a list of integration partners, and we're going to make another announcement later this month or in early June um, with an even bigger list of partners that will be utilizing these creator profiles to enhance their search algorithms within their app and add those those creator profile credits directly to their podcast and episode pages. So, um, a creator profile is essentially just a collection of all of your contributions to any podcast, whether that's as a, a host, a guest, um, or any role that you have in the creation of a podcast, you can add that to your creator profile. And uh, we we collect some of this information ourselves. So for many of the top about 5,000 shows, we actually have a, a data team where we work on just making sure that we keep those uh, credits updated and, and that the information is accurate. But for all the independent creators out there, um, you can go in and create a creator profile for yourself, add in all the guest appearances for any show that you've been on. We even give you an easy list of suggested credits so you can quickly go 
in. If you've got 80 guest appearances, you could just click, 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 add them to your profile, upload a picture, upload a bio for yourself, and then you'll be searchable on Podchaser. And uh, like, like I said, that's important because I, I believe as soon as it should be in the next maybe two weeks, um, two to three weeks, Player FM is going to be releasing these credits on every single podcast and episode page um, in their app, but on their website. And then we have a list of other partners doing the same thing. So uh, Radio Public, CastBox, Himalaya. Um, we've got a, a big list of partners that are going to be using, utilizing these credits. So really our goal here is just to enhance discoverability for all creators and kind of get everybody on the same playing field as far as discoverability goes. So if you search for uh, your name or somebody else's name within a podcast app, um, what we want is for even your guest appearances to show up in that list of results. So there's a good question here in the Get Vocal chat room, and uh, I want to scroll back to it. Eric uh, Eric Conley brought this one up. Is there a way to separate out someone who is an announcer versus someone who is the host of a show? Uh, this is a good question because I've been voicing a lot of intros for clients, and I get emails every once in a while from people being like, hey, did you do the the intro for this show? And I'm like, yeah, they did. Like, Awesome. Um, so is there a way to separate that out? Yeah. So we do have right now, um, a, a custom credit field and we have, I believe it's six kind of default, um, default roles. So you can, you can list yourself as a host, a guest, a voice actor, a producer, an editor. Um, but then there's this other option where you can kind of fill in, um, exactly what role you had on the show. And as, as we have roles that become increasingly popular, like, like announcer, um, we also have one, uh, uh, composer has been a big one. So people who create music for a show, um, we've had, had, uh, that one pop up a lot. We're going to start making those more official roles with unique icons and kind of bring those to the forefront more. But yeah, right now the easiest way is to go in and just add a custom credit and just type in announcer or whatever, uh, whatever you'd like, you'd like to call it or think best suits what you did on that podcast. So in an ideal world, how should a podcaster, how should, you know, Tom or I, for example, be using our pod chaser show page and our creator profiles to grow our shows, get our name out there, you know, raise our profile. Like what do you envision as that sort of like best case scenario that's going to help all us podcasters out? Yeah. So I, I think a couple of ways. The first way is we're really focused on SEO. So if somebody searches for your name or information about your podcast on Google, um, the idea is we want Podchaser to be in the Google Knowledge Graph. So if somebody searches for Matthew Passy, you know, uh, there's going to be picture of your face, a bio on the right hand side. It's going to show a list of all of your podcast appearances, <laughs> Not this and it, it's going to be pulling all that information for Podchaser. So, so we're hoping to help with discoverability in that way. But something else that we're coming out with actually in the next week is the ability to follow a creator profile. And this will be the first time that you can do this anywhere across the whole um, across across the whole world of podcasting. Is if I go to your creator profile, the uh, there's going to be a button up here right above the so the social share links that's going to say follow Matthew. And so this is in preparation for our upcoming activity feeds. So if you release a new episode, that's going to show up in my feed. Um, or if you're a guest on a podcast, or if you're if you start as an announcer on a new show, 
um, or produce a new show, that's going to show up in my feed too. So instead of just subscribing to a podcast, you'll be able to kind of subscribe or uh, follow creators. So that's that's one important way that we see that. And then uh, recommendations will be tied into that because if I if I follow you as a creator and then I also have a list of 50 friends that I follow and they follow other creators, um, well now I start to you know have have a good a good list of recommendations for all those users. So this brings up a couple of good questions about the credits. Uh, Eric brings it up. Can the owner of a show correct credits? And then currently it looks like you make a claim and then there's some moderation happening. How does that moderation happen? And, and how do we, you know, correct the records or verify the records or expedite, you know, verifying those records? Yeah. So uh, if it's your creator profile, then, and, and we already have it listed on the website, which is pretty likely um, if you're in the top, even like, 10 or 20,000 podcasts that are out there, it's likely that we're already collecting credits um, just through through our data team or through through our community or maybe somebody who was a guest on your show has went in and submitted credits. But if you have a profile on there, you can claim ownership of that profile and uh, you can change all the credits for yourself. Now, if it's somebody else who has submitted a credit um, like for, for your show, so say uh, I've, I've never been a guest on your podcast, but I go in and say that I was a guest on episode two. Um, you, I mean, we have, you could just reach out to us and we can get it changed. We have really active moderation and a whole team behind this. So if anybody submits a new credit, we have an entire moderation panel on the back end where every new profile and every new credit goes through a manual approval process. So ideally, we, uh, we would have verified it to begin with. So it wouldn't have showed up as an incorrect credit. But if it does, you can just reach out to us and we'll fix it. All right. All right. Makes a lot of sense. Tom, I see you're you're staring, you know, very intently, learning wisely. I know you just uh, <laughs> set up your profile just before the show. What have been, you know, your early thoughts there on uh, on using the platform? I mean, I think it's beautiful. First of all, just from a UI standpoint, really nice. Um, the top eight brings me back to MySpace days, which <laughs> I'm a very nostalgic person. So I'm I'm enjoying that. I'm like, oh man, who am I going to put in my top eight? Um, I think it's a really cool way, like you were saying, of following a creator because there are many people who they are favorite hosts of mine, but I know they do a lot of guest spots as well. And it's been very hard trying to keep up with their Twitter or whatever to see where they're guesting. So if you can just follow one person and know where they are everywhere, I think that's incredible. That's like you said, the first out of any podcast uh, platform like this. That's that's huge. I'm I'm really into that. Yeah, we're we're really excited for that too. <laughs> Honestly, totally selfishly. Like I just I just <laughs> want to use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is it is a I agree with Tom. Like the UI on this is really, really nice. It's really smooth. It's laid out well. Um it's it's just a great design. A couple more questions coming in here on the chat room. Eric asks, is it possible to have a rotating top eight? When you say rotating, uh, like a couple of different sets of eight that you can just, you know, switch around with a click of a button or I guess or that's... like spinning in a circle on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was, I, I have a lot of podcasts. He says, I, I did like the email that you sent out where all the images were sort of wobbling a little bit. Um, I guess it was a, a GIF or GIF or we can have that debate later how you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, it seems pretty easy though to change them. So, you know, if you have to 
If you have to go each morning and select your new top eight, that might be the way to do it. Uh, what about network profiles? Are those already on there? Uh, Tim asks, and he admits he hasn't looked in a while. Well, go look, yep. Tim. Yeah, yeah, go look. What are you doing? Um, we might already have them, and you just you just don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, we, know? we will have oh, okay. network presences. <laughs> we, do, we don't yet, but we will. Um, it, it, so ideally, like, uh, you know, just using a big example, like you, you'll be able to search for Gimlet. You'll be able to see their network page and a list of every single one of their podcasts. So it's kind of it's kind of a hierarchy, right? So we have we'll have network pages. Um, then we'll have the podcast within those network, and then we'll have uh, the the episodes of all those podcasts, and then we'll have the creators on all of those episodes, and you'll be able to follow um, all the above. Okay, that that is very cool. Will that work? So, for example, I recently set up my own network page. You know, I went into Apple and I said, "Hey, I produce this show and I produce this show. Can I get them to you know both be under the same artist field? So if I click the artist, I get to see a." essentially a network page um is that you know will you pull it from apple's api that way yeah we're, we're going to use some of that information so there's definitely some information just av- available in the rss feed that we'll be able to we'll be able to use to at least at least to get it started but i think that it's also going to be a bit of manual curation on our end and and sort of uh, accepting new network profiles as they come in to make sure that the data is accurate we're all about all about accurate accurate data when it comes to that. So we don't want to just spit out, you know, a thousand network profiles um, that people aren't might not be interested in. So that's probably what it would look like at the beginning. So given how much data that you guys look over, how many shows that you're curating, you know, what are your thoughts on the space right now? Especially since we do have, you know, more platforms making it easier for people to get into the space and influx of shows that are I'll call them non-committal at best. You know, the ones that are just like, oh, I can launch podcasts for free. All right, here I go. I'm a <laughs> podcaster. Yay. Like, you know, what are you? What are your thoughts on that and, and what's going on in the space as far as the proliferation of new podcasts coming in? Well, I, I'll tell you what. We had somebody yesterday uh, through our API submit 600 new creator profiles uh, all at once <laughs> just, for, j- j- just for their network. Uh, and, and like I said, we go through and we approve every single one manually. So we make sure the picture is, you know, it meets our standards, uh, that the, all the bios don't have typos and meet our standards. Uh, the social links are right. Um, and make sense. So, uh, it's all, it's all manual right now, but we're, we're going to be moving away from that over time as, as we start to accumulate more and more users, what we want is to have um, uh, c- crowdsourcing capabilities. So we're going to be developing this on the site. So on a creator profile, we'll have suggestions. And for people who are especially active on the site, we'll, we'll ask them, hey, was this person on this podcast? Can you verify this for us? Because it was a newly submitted credit. So we'll have trusted users over time. We'll have community moderators over time that can moderate even specific channels. So like uh, somebody who's a a true crime enthusiast might be able to moderate that channel and keep up with credits and things and help us out on that. And sort of like a, a Wikipedia or a moderator on a subreddit or that sort of thing. I was just going to say um, like a, a wiki casts or a podcastopedia. You, you pick your terrible yeah. amalgamation of those two words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So uh, for, for us, it, it's it definitely a challenge because it's, it's a lot of data. So we focused on, uh, you know, just kind of using the 80-20 rule. We've just focused on, you know, especially the most popular 20% um, of, of downloaded content and make sure that we have the data accurate for that. And then for anybody else who's an independent creator, um, you can go in and fill out fill out the data to make sure that you're equally represented. Okay. 
And, 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 but I'm just curious because you, you know, are so now connected with this podcasting space because, you know, you're looking at so much data and information, like just personally, what are your thoughts on the way the space is transforming right now? I mean, you have an explosion on both ends of, you know, high quality, high class, you know, massive media organizations investing tons of money and resources into producing really, really high quality shows. And then on the other side, you've got anybody with a smartphone creating a podcast. So, I mean, I'm just curious, like what that, what you think that does for the space? Personally, I, I think that, uh, I was talking to Harry, um, over at podcast junkies about something, a very similar subject. Um, just yesterday, I think all ships are going to rise with the tide. I, I love that more money's being invested in the space. I love that more big media companies are getting in the space. I think that it's definitely causing some problems with a lot of the independent creators and smaller podcasters that um, owned the space five years ago um, because it's changed so much. And so um, it's that's you know making discovery a, a more and more important topic and a, a harder thing to do but i don't think that i don't think that that's um i don't think that that's a bad thing necessarily i for example listen to a lot of really small niche podcasts that are never going to be produced by the big major networks just because there's not enough money behind you know the 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 topics so it's always going to be um you know the the hosts who are making it right now, they're not going to be crowded out by big producers, you know, making radio lab quality shows. Um, so I think, I think there's room for both. I think that there's an infinite amount of topics that people can discuss and talk about, um, and knowledge that people can share. So I, I'm, I, I say, uh, you know, the more the merrier, honestly, I'm, I'm going to lovingly challenge your, claim to listening to a lot of obscure podcasts like the daily the joe rogan experience Seth, <laughs> how i built this by the way all on his top eight uh and all hail yeah. kale that one i'm just curious about i guess who's the who's all hail kale produced by oh the bbc yeah definitely small independent niche podcast right there in your top eight <laughs> yeah yeah well i listen i listen to a lot more podcasts than that it was really really hard for me to narrow it down um which i'm sure it's going to be tough for a lot of people to narrow it down but no i mean like if you look at my number one um it's obstacle dominator so i'm i'm a big trail racer obstacle racer um there's you know maybe 13 different podcasts that i listen to that are all just about obstacle racing you're not going to see NPR and come in anytime soon and make an obstacle racing show. But a lot of them have sponsors and they're doing this as either a, a part-time or full-time job and they're making a living off of it. And uh, that's that's great. And I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. I, I would certainly agree to that. So what are some other features that we as podcasters should be either focusing in on for ourselves for promotion or encouraging our audience to take advantage of to help our shows up? Yeah, so something that you might notice on Podchaser. So if you go to Podchaser and just click on the podcast button at the top of the screen, you'll see that some of the highest rated podcasts are um, some of the typical ones. So you see Reply All, you see Hardcore History, you see Joe Rogan, um, S Town, some of the just usual usual suspects. But you can see some people who are uh, early adopters and really taking advantage of the platform. So right now, the number one is a podcast called Chatty Broads. It's a show about The Bachelor. And this is this is just a situation where um, they have a really 
really devoted fan base and they asked them to rate and review on Podchaser. And in a day, they had a thousand people go do that, which propelled them to to be the top ranked show on Podchaser. So right now, because um, it's still early days for us and we're still working through these integrations with a lot of these, uh, the other apps as far as uh, ratings and reviews go. Um, it's a great opportunity to ask your listeners to go leave ratings and reviews because uh, along with credits, ratings and reviews are going to be integrated into um, into our listening app partners as well. So that's something else that we're developing is is a uh, just a universal ratings and review solution um, to kind of compete with what Apple Podcasts has out there today because a lot of shows really rely on the success of whether or not they can get people to just go rate things on on Apple. Um, and we're hoping to make a better a better competing solution to that that also incorporates um, episodes. Okay, I mean that's that's a tough nut to crack, you know. Obviously, with the the way that um, the podcasting you know space is working and, and how much uh, how much credence is given, but it would be nice to have one place to send everyone that's not you know platform or I should say you know not mobile iOS specific. Um, well, and what's great is you wouldn't even need to send them to Podchaser. So, ideally, like uh, we've had conversations, like the Spotify and the whatevers. Yeah, yeah. You just say open, open your favorite app, leave a rating and review, and then we're basically just a central repository for that data that then gets distributed out to all the apps. So, that's that's kind of the ideal scenario that we're working through some of our listening app partners with. How receptive are the other partners out there? I mean, I, there's so much fragmentation in the podcasting space but there is also a ton of collaboration you know you see like pod news incorporates the chartable data and uh you know chartable incorporates this data and this platform works with this platform like what's been your experience does everybody play nice are there any you know players out there who you want to call out by name who are jerks (laughs) (laughs) uh honestly the they all have been really receptive and great um, the only the only companies that I can say have been very non-responsive is obviously Apple and uh, and Spotify because they've got their own thing going on. Um, but other other than that, we've had really great productive conversations with uh, just about just about all the rest. So um, even Pod News, for example, if you go to any any podcast page on Pod News right now, you'll see Podchaser creator credits on every single every single page where credits exist. Um, same with Chartable. You know, we've been talking to Dave about incorporating um, Podchaser ratings into their platform so that it becomes uh, more of a standard. So uh, it's really, really been great. Um, we, we've loved working um, in this space for that reason. Very good. Well, as we're getting closer to the top of the hour, I know we're going to open the room up at 1030 and uh, Eric is probably going to jump right in here, take the fourth spot and flood you with questions. Uh, cause he's got a lot of them going on and I have not been able to keep up with all the chat. So if you're listening to this on any of the other platforms and you want to ask more questions of Cole, uh, jump into the get vocal room. Uh, he said he'll be on here for a little bit. So, um, you know, please come in and join us, but any more parting thoughts as far as, you know, what you're seeing in the podcasting space, what else we should be doing or thinking about with our pod chaser accounts? Um, no, I would say just in general, uh, I think that, um, 
we're we just need to be open to change at this point things are changing really fast and i think that there's a lot of a lot of companies a lot of people in the space that are that are pretty resistant to that um and i think that i think that we just should be open to it and open to having conversations about how um you know things could change and be better for everybody tom any parting thoughts from you before we uh take this party to get the show on the road no okay well in that case then uh as always we want to thank you for joining us here on podcast me anything the ask me anything about all things podcasting you can find us on facebook uh, of course you can always find us at podcastmeanything.com. we will be here in get vocal thursdays 10 p.m uh talking about podcasting answering your questions hopefully making uh, your experience as a podcaster better. We want to once again thank Cole Raven, the founder of Podchaser, for joining us here tonight and talking all about the platform and all the cool features on there. If you haven't yet, uh, hurry up, go claim your profile, get your top eight sorted, share it, get yourself some uh, credits for Public. go use them on a Podcast Me Anything t-shirt. We would love that as well. Uh, thank you so much. We will see you next week. I'm Matthew Passy. Tom Kelly. And thanks for listening to Podcast Me Anything.